Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there will be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. Have you ever wanted to start a podcast but thought, man, will anybody even listen to what I have to say? Will they even listen to my podcast? Well, today we're going to cover that question in depth um, based off of some of the feedback and tips that our amazing panel at the Podcast Growth and Monetization Workshop uh, shared. So let's dive in. In a world where ad costs are continually rising and prospects are getting more and more skeptical about who they can trust, how can you reach new people in a way that's authentic and effective? A place where you can build trust at scale and convert skeptical prospects into raving fans and clients. Hey, my name is Luis Diaz, and you're listening to the Podcast Podcast Domination, Podcast Domination Show, the place for entrepreneurs and businesses that want to know how to build a podcast that helps them grow their business, get more clients, and build their brand. I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. What's going on? Welcome back to the Podcast Domination Show, the number one show for you if you want to learn how to grow and monetize a freaking podcast. Whether you're a coach, consultant, uh, service provider, just getting started, whatever you are in business, this show is going to help you and guide you along the way of monetizing and growing a podcast that's going to help you essentially reach your business goals. I'm Luis Diaz, as you may already know, and today the question is something that we heard a little bit in the growth and monetization workshop. So if you don't know what that is, we just did a workshop, a three-day workshop where we took people through exactly how to monetize and grow their podcast to share with them our, our, our methodology, our training, and some of the exact strategies and systems we use to help clients 5, 10x, 5 or 10x their podcast um, revenues as well as grow their podcast. So this was a question that hit me kind of like a side as a curveball because I'm like, you know, I thought this is a this is a question that people had already overcome, and it came up during our panel session. So we had a, I brought on three clients of mine who have been successful with their podcast to to share some amazing tips, and it, it literally blew me away. I had Voxer messages and text messages from people who attended there saying, "Oh my god, like that paid for the the price of it, it was only ninety seven bucks, but that paid for the price of admission tenfold." Now, 
The question is, again, will people even listen to my podcast? So maybe you are a consultant in a small, a small niche um, and you don't know if people are even going to listen to what you have to say. And let me share with you uh, my feedback. When I was 24 years old, starting my first podcast, wondering the same thing, like people are, I'm not even credible. I'm 24 years old. I'm helping guys who are 55 and have double the life experience than me with their weight loss. And you, you may feel a little bit of imposter syndrome. Or you may feel a little bit like your voice doesn't matter or, or you have that kind of like, you know, who am I, what was me kind of mentality. And uh, I was really taken back by this. So I'm going to share with you four points, okay, four key points. And at the end of this, you'll you'll have some context and some advice and some strategy around how to get over this um, from a tactical level and also just some things you can do more strategically to get over this. Um, this feeling or this thought of, will people even listen to my podcast? Okay. Um, and this is and not to say this is just for newbies. Like I've, I've seen very, very established millionaires, entrepreneurs, and, and coaches uh, ask the same question. Will people even listen to my podcast? Okay. So um, at the end of this, there, there's a link. If you want to check out the gro- the workshop, the growth and monetization workshop, it is an evergreen product. Now you can go through it yourself at your own pace. The link will be in the description or in the show notes, excuse me, <laughs> for this podcast. So you can go check that out uh, there as well. We're keeping the price at 97 bucks in case you're wondering. I had thought I was going to raise it up, but I'm going to keep it there for now. But anyways, let's dive in because this is really fun. This is a really good topic and um, you may be suffering for this or just maybe thought that, thought of this. So I think this is really important to cover. So number one, number one, number one, number one. My first point of this, if you ask yourself, will people even listen to my podcast? You have to realize that you always have an audience of one. And I think Tim Ferriss talks about this quite well and realizing that you need to enjoy your topic. Do not do it just for other people because A, it'll produce dry, dry content and B, you won't, you have an audience potentially of zero. Okay. So make sure you actually enjoy what you're talking about so that you always have an audience of one and you, whether or not no one has listened to this, let's say all else fails and nobody listens, you still have an audience of one and that's huge. You enjoy creating the content. You got a personal, you personally benefited from, from creating this content. That's huge. So you have to realize that, Hey, like, and look at it at worst case scenario. And I do this a lot with other things in my life. If all else fails, will I enjoy what I'm saying, what I'm talking about? If all else fails, will I enjoy creating this content? Okay. That's number one. So if that's you, if, if you realize like, yeah, if no one listens, I'll still enjoy talking about soccer or talking about <clears throat> management consulting, then that's totally fine create the podcast. Okay. You'll, you will get some kind I've had people tell me this is like a, it's like a cathartic, I don't even know if I'm saying that word, right. It's like a cathartic, uh, you know, exercise for them. Not even really so much for the audience or the, or the monetization piece, but it's a, it's a, it's an exercise that they just love doing and they get personal benefit out of it. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, a simple stress test you can use that we use in our, in our profit ready system for, uh, for our new podcast clients who are coming in and launching shows with us. Now, if, if a, a way we stress test their idea, because I don't want anyone to, to start off the podcast with no audience, is we use surveys and polls and we, we really test the audience first to see if this topic is even worth talking about and specifically what parts of this topic um, or, or, or you know whatever they're talking about uh, is going to be of interest to them. How are we going to position the show to best attract their ideal clients? Okay, so stress test the podcast. You can do that by doing surveys and polls. Um, we have a specific set of questions we ask to elicit like the, 
things, list, list of what we need to get and to know. But you can literally just ask your audience, like, you know, what what questions do you have around X? What do you, what questions or, you know, what do you struggle with when it comes to your marketing? Um, what does it come to come with when it comes to when you struggle? What do you struggle with um, around, gosh, I don't know, your sex life? Um, maybe people may not want to answer that in a public poll, but they may answer it. Um, you know, if you're their client or a prospect or someone in your Facebook group, that's where you can start to do this kind of deep digging. Okay. So that's the second thing right there. Third thing, third thing is you have to realize if you're a coach or, um, a business owner and you sell high ticket, maybe even if you sell a low ticket with a high ticket back end, you don't need a huge audience to monetize this thing. Even just yesterday, I got off a call with a, a consulting call with one of my clients. They launched a show about six weeks ago. They've already got a six, a five, high five, maybe six figure retainer deal um, in the works. And this person only has 200 or so downloads per episode. Okay. So she's going to make her, 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 her money back five to 10 X on that. Easy easy. Okay. So you don't need a lot of people. So people even listen to my podcast is like, maybe you won't get the amazing amount of downloads you think you will get. And that's okay. You know, you can, if you're, if you're worried about, is it even going to be a, a worth, worth my time if no one listens? Cause that means no one's going to buy, or, you know, I won't raise my influence quote. I'm saying that with air quotes, <laughs> you know, realize that to monetize this thing, people ask me all the time, man, you don't need a lot of downloads. You don't. You need strategic content placed in front of the right person at the right time. Okay. And you can do that. And there's a system and a formula for that. And that that's, that's doable. Okay. With anybody. So if you're doing high ticket, selling high ticket, you're a coach, you're a consultant, you're, you, you have a service, you're a service provider, then you don't need a lot of a huge audience to monetize this thing. Um, in, you know, five to 10 X, uh, I've literally done this for years. Okay. It's more about the relationships that you're creating through the podcast, through your content, how people kind of see you come through or come across on the podcast. And that's the deciding factor of, hey, I want to work with this person. Okay, so realize that. Don't think you need a huge audience to monetize because that's completely BS. And it annoys me when people say that. Not because it's out of arrogance or ignorance, but just because they think, they're, they're so sure in, in, in what they say that you need a huge audience. Totally false. I have been monetizing my podcasts with a small audience. I don't have a huge audience. I have a small audience, okay, um, for years. Okay, number four. Number four part. So I'm going to recap really quick. So number one, realize you have to enjoy your topic. Number two, realize that you can do stress tests to figure out what your audience wants. Is, is this on point? Is this something they're going to actually listen to? Okay, you can do that for weeks and weeks and weeks before you dive into actually making this podcast. Number three, if you're doing high ticket, you don't need a huge audience. You can monetize with 10, 20, 30, 40, 100, 200, 300 listeners per episode or for the month, okay? This podcast gets around six to 800, 600 to 800 downloads a month and I monetize it, okay? Just for full transparency. So realize that. And then number four, you can answer questions that are already out there. Okay. You don't need, so, so the content's already been created and you can see objectively whether or not people liked it. 
You can go on your, your, your Instagram and, and see a past post, how it's performed. You can go on your Facebook you can go on LinkedIn. You can search for certain topics and see the SEO track, like the traffic and the downloads that that blog has gotten through certain SEO tools. Um, I'm not going to name off any top ones here, but I guess I will. So if you want to go to Ahrefs, that's a really good site for like really in-depth traffic research and knowledge. SEM rush is another good one. Um, you can go to Google keyword search planner. Uh, and, and, and I know they change that tool a little bit, but you can search the traffic of certain topics or certain certain keywords. OK, so you can see objectively like what questions are being asked and what specifically are people struggling with. And you just literally create topics off those. Now, a, cu- a couple of tips and tricks with this. Um, when I was 24 years old and I had I, I knew what people wanted, but I didn't think they knew. I didn't think they really cared about my experience with it. I didn't think they really cared about, um, they cared about my perspective of it. So I literally just kind of took questions that I saw on the internet that were really, really big. And uh, a lot of people were asking them at the time I was a health and fitness trainer, helping guys get six packs. So I asked all the, I looked at all the questions around six packs, how to get them, how to lose belly fat. And I just answered them on my podcast. However, the mistake I made was that I didn't add my personality. I didn't add um, you know, my experience with it because I didn't feel like it was valuable. And so the caveat to this is like, yes, go find questions on the internet that are, that are FAQs or people are already asking, but you want to answer them with your personal story. Okay. You answer them with your personal, like your experience in, in, in that specific question. Maybe you've gone through it. Maybe you have a client who's gone through it. For example, I just, asked, I told you the, the question, I told you the story about my client who launched their podcast six weeks ago, small audience, already monetized, already got a five, six, five or six figure deal in the works because of one episode that she didn't even like that much. <laughs> okay. She thought it was her worst episode and she closed the client from it. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's this kind of story that he's going to stick in your head. That's going to make you stand out. So answer questions. Last one here is answer questions that are already out there. Search on the internet, use those SEO tools we just talked about. And literally you can build your first 20, 30, 40 episodes off of that and use that as, as, um, content for SEO for driving more traffic to your website. If it's, um, SEO if, if tagged and all that other good stuff correctly. Okay. So remember I was 24 years old and I was doing this. I had no experience, barely had any money. Um, I was relatively uh, good at what I did, but I wasn't amazing. <clears throat> okay. And I still was able to achieve this. So if you're listening to this right now, you can totally do what I did at when I was a lot dumber and younger. <laughs> okay. And you've got nothing to lose. You've got nothing to lose. You can literally just delete the podcast if you don't like it. I've done that with podcasts of my own. So that is it. Remember to go check out the, uh, the workshop. If you want to hear what our panelists said about this, they completely knocked it out of the park. I gave you the cliff notes version. They went deep into this and um, really shared some deep stuff around their own fears and their hesitations about it and how they overcame it as well. And the, 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 I guess the other side of this, of like what happens if I don't do this podcast, who's going to miss out? They really dove into that, which I thought was awesome. So um, I guess before we leave, I'm going to recap this really quick because I know you guys just heard this, but one through four, here we go. So number one, remember you have to enjoy the podcast whether no, whether or not anyone listens, you have to enjoy it personally. Make sure you actually enjoy your topic. Number two, number two, you can stress test it. So ask questions to your audience, to your clients, to your customers, to your email list, to your Facebook group, to your Instagram following. Do polls. You can do all that stuff organically, and it doesn't cost you a dime. Number three 
if you're doing high ticket, remember, you don't need to have a huge audience to monetize it. So if your fear behind the question, will people even listen to my podcast is, will I make any money? The answer is you could make a lot of money. If you do it right, you need strategic content. Don't forget that piece. And then last but not least, you can use the questions that are already out there on the internet, Dr. Google, hello, and and, and use SEO tools to actually just use and find what's already out there, but answer it. Don't make the mistake I did when I was 24. Answer it with your personal story. Answer it with a client story. Answer it with a, a, a case study, a testimonial, okay? That's what you wanna do to instill your personality, your brand, instill some storytelling with it. All right. So that's it. That's for the, that's it for this episode. Again, the workshop's there if you want to go deeper, but this should definitely get you moving in the right direction. I'll see you guys later. Bye for now.